Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. MC here, and Leah is back with us today as another co-host. How's it going? It's going great. It's going great. I am currently drinking my energy drink. So, <laughs> I told him oh. I just woke up from a nap. So I was like, oh, oh, full energy. Must be back. Sounds like she's all banged up and ready to get in here. Oh, yeah. Did you know that they have uh, Sour Patch Kids uh, energy drinks now? They're, oh. they're absolutely disgusting. You should not drink them. They make you feel like your heart's going to explode. But <laughs> anything for the podcast. Anything for the fans. Yeah. Just keep yeah, your monster energy well. It always goes well with caffeine and energy crash afterwards. Exactly. But anyway, enough of our energy drink binges. Let's talk about this particular episode, anime as a case study. This is a interesting topic because anime has so much overlapping influences in other areas that it actually creates a wide range demographic and gives far more appeal than just one type of show or franchise does. Because it's different franchises doing a different influence. Yeah. And when I think also when we say case study, because this was uh this was your suggestion uh for this week. And um even I was like, well what do we exactly mean? But it, it is, it's like the overarching reach of anime in today's world in all the different ways that it honestly has impacted us and changed things um, and it added so many different forms of creativity out there in the world that we, I think people can see the signs even more clearly nowadays, uh, but it's, it's always happened since anime has been created. Oh yeah. Um, it's what we call different subcultures. Mm-hmm. originated one influence but they take from that influence build on it and create something in an entirely new way in a creative field where it actually impacts more people with such influence I mean it also impacts people who have no idea that the the root of the inspiration mm-hmm. is anime like, like the, there's plenty of people out there who like they they may not even realize that maybe some of their favorite creators um, or even the stuff they kind of helped build their own personality around uh, as they were growing up could have been inspired or was inspired by anime. So it's always really cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the different uh, genification of the subculture, what it does, it creates a larger brand width that reaches out other people in order to be exposed to the content and possibly come back on the rippling effects when you have, you know, you reveal the layers and over time you find what you want based within mm-hmm. the subculture influence that you drive that influence from. Absolutely. So, so what subculture do we want to start with? Um, let's do just straight up animation studios. That's the easiest one that people can connect the dots with anime. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, well, for one, I think we've already had our our episode on the evolution of anime, like the art style itself over the years. And you can kind of see that now starting to reflect in in the art styles that we kind of see, even in American studios. Um, yeah. in the, even the creation of what is considered um, American anime or Western anime. Things like um, Avatar Last Airbender. Um, oh, what was the, the follow-up series to that one? Legend of Korra. Appreciate you. And um, yeah, so you you can see those ones, and people like to consider that um, Western anime um, because the storytelling is wonderful. The way that the um, the creators kind of did the artwork, and also the like the backstories that you get, even from minor characters, was completely different than most Western shows at the time. And trust me, there's still a bunch of great um, American cartoons and European cartoons and all of that. But um, I think Avatar was one of the first ones where people were like, because this feels like anime. Yeah. <laughs> this gives off anime energy. And that's continued on. I mean, even, Jesus Christ, Netflix. Like, Netflix now has their own art style for their anime shows, like uh, Castlevania. Um, and that one, hugely popular. About Dracula, so, like, who's not going to watch that? Uh, but at the same time, it's such an iconic art style that you can clearly tell it's based off of anime inspiration and they kind of got their own studio to do it. Uh, they just got Netflix money behind it. So everything yeah. is good. Yeah, an anime influence in animation studios, for example, is the change in how the animation quality is perceived. So now we, not only do we have you know, the traditional scanlation of manga to anime, but people are taking a more serious approach when they make the animation. So they might do some crazy, overt, exaggerated style that anime gives in the drawn aesthetics, because anime usually has exaggerated character designs, so they the animation the animators take that style and put it into modern day animation but put their own spin on it and it keeps growing because of that influence. You know, yes, anime is a big influence in the animation industry. But there's also developed the indie market for animators. These big studios in America, Europe and all that, plus video games as well. Because now the status quo has changed for better. Instead of quality, quality sometimes can actually sell the animation process better. Which also makes it have bigger uh, budgets as well. Well, I mean, it's just the way that the animation studios differ. I mean, we do more so kind of 2D drawing when we kind of start mm-hmm. off when it comes to uh, Western media. Uh, we, yeah. we are starting to add that 3D effect. I mean, anime is like the 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 leader. Like they are prolific with the whole. Whenever you see those fight scenes, and you kind of start seeing CGI also incorporated in there. That's something yeah. that is iconically an anime uh, or like animation studio type of move. You don't see that much in um, Western media. 
unless the show is already in 3D, um, like yeah. for something kind of like what, like the Star Wars series, it's very uncommon that you're going to, you're not going to watch Ed and Eddie and then see something in 3D. <laughs> you're, you're just not. Um, or if they do it, it's for more so like a movie um, and it's something special where they switch the anime style up. But I think at least with Eastern animation and especially in the animes that we all know and love, we can all recount at least one show that mixes different levels of art from 2D to 3D and the CGI and kind of incorporates them all together. And it, it makes it a very layered layered watch. It's like you're not just seeing everything kind of flat. And it also adds to if there's fights, emotional themes, whatever, it just grows the impact. Oh, yeah. Because we have the change from like, you know, the Dungeons and Dragons animation to things like Doctor's Laboratory, all the way up to newer innovations of like Ruby and this different new era of animation. It's just every web series is now a really good product because of the the project itself resembles similar influences from animation from Japan used as a catalyst and can drive many that that aesthetic can also drive a wider audience and people perceiving that medium and how they see it the simple fact that it is reminiscent of similar projects and other inspirations all put together into a creative medium where the author and or creator expresses the individuality of what they're trying to create in their craft in the entertainment process when they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, um, like Korean, uh, like Korean content now is getting really popular, especially for their manhwas, and those are usually the ones that go into being becoming webtoons, um, and the animation of that. But I think that because anime has been such a growing industry and has influenced people and been growing and growing and growing um, for decades at this point that now we're also able to see companies put more effort and time into the creation of these shows and a little bit more heart into it. There's also more public um, interest and also like reaction if like if there's an animation studio that is being basically made to create the next season of a show and it's not well you can tell the difference in like what the budget was or how much time they had um also even just for the creators themselves how how hard they work themselves so i think everyone knows that that manga writers in the draw they they like kill themselves literally trying to get the content out so i like seeing that as this industry is starting to grow and more money is going into it that they're allowed to have bigger teams, they're allowed to have more time to create the stuff that they're trying to create. And it's not kind of just all being forced out by maybe just a small group um, who got funded by a big company or a story got picked up by a big company. So it's it's really nice. Like you're seeing all these different new original stories, um, but with also the full love and care that they need to be able to say what they got to say. Absolutely. And with the different mediums, with the different influence in the animation studios, it also drives the, 
the production value to go up higher. It makes the team, the creative team, and even the production itself more, you know, caring to, to certain details, fine-tuning, making the best call they can for the, the deadline they have to make it, and create a show or product that reflects the end goal of the original product when you first start. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely changed. I think um, just the just what you can learn and understand about how anime is made compared to mm-hmm. when we were younger. Especially because you know when we were younger, there wasn't much of an internet to really like utilize in that sense, and it was it was being new, like newly introduced to the Western cultures where. For us, we were we were late. Like everything that we got, we were very late. So I think being able to have new shows and be a part of that, the industry to grow and that to influence different different companies to even make different forms of media. Um, it's it's been really it's been really cool to see. It's nice to see people kind of really take on something that we've all loved for so many years and it kind of bleed into other parts of our lives. Oh yeah, just like the visuals and the moving picture format that anime creates, we can't forget that the oratory sense of style also gives a big influence as well. And this particular oratory uh, feeling is the music. The music vibes that you get from certain projects can have an anime aesthetic to them that you might not originally know about. So what's your experience with music projects being, having a big influence from an industry where AMVs and big music production is a thing in Japan and anime as well with karaoke? Yeah, I mean, I think in regards to music, when you first think of it as anime, you're thinking AMVs. Uh, that's how all of us kind of are introduced to them. And that's really what the opening and closing of the shows are. Like, in in our, <laughs> over here in, like, America, um, like, you know, regular TV shows, they have, like, an opening theme song, and then you don't, you can't take of a closing theme song. It just has just black credits. Um, and it becomes a small box on the screen that the next show is about to come up or it cuts over. But in anime, it's, it was always very iconic that the opening intro and the ending intro were two different, two different, two different vibes, first off, completely. And then even then, people who love to splice together themes from their favorite shows and make a music video for it. But nowadays, um, people are not only creating music that uses a lot of references and influences from the anime that they kind of grown up with or love but now it's way more popular like for artists to just say that they love anime and then yeah. to drop that into their songs so now it's become more of a wide a wide standing thing like I love hip hop and I like Megan Thee Stallion and she was like the first I would say to really really put anime consistently through all her music and you know be known as an anime fan rapper but we have Nerdcore, which is its own genre of music where people just make songs and they're completely dipped 
in the the essence of whatever anime that they're talking about or that they're comparing themselves to. So that's, I love it. I think it's a lot of fun. And also, the push from the music industry is also the um, different aspects of not only moving animation to a new broader area, but we also have the introduction of Japanese music on a larger scale as well. K-pop, the techno, the different fast-paced action that we have in anime are also seen as a popular medium in the music sector. And not only hip-hop, R&B, electronic music, synthesized music, take a lot of different influence from the medium and creates an entirely new genre. Because music with us resonates what the sound hears. Not even the music, like the audio with the music is fine, but it's usually sometimes the lyrics that goes with the song create different flesh tones that we can listen to and relate to and resonate and create a more significant experience for the listener as well as hearing different references to other anime or anime culture reflected in the music. Yeah, well, I'm going to disagree that one. Um, while I do love anime, uh, I think it's more the opposite. It, really, it, like, does, it does play a role in different introductions from Japan, but also it it definitely does. But also, you got to remember, K-pop is Korean, not Japanese. Yeah, yeah, but K like K-pop is Korean and highly based off of actually R and B and just black music in general. So it's actually the opposite. And then I would say it's more specific cases of it being an influence um, on, even if it's the like musical style or the way that it's used. But also nowadays, a lot of animes are also just using Western music as well to put it in. I mean, we just had, what was it like part seven, six or seven from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And all that whole show was just, everybody in there is based off some musical influence but they they also use like hip-hop and r&b or rock music or pop music so i think that it's a good blend and it's back and forth but i wouldn't say that anime largely impacts how western music is made i think it's more flipped bro i can't i can't think of any like well music is not me and yeah. uh, music is not a direct influence from anime. Anime in music has a niche application in the influence. So it's it's good to note that niche influence from music is so broad. There's too many areas for music to actually have influence from other sources. Well, anime, yeah, anime music and music inspired by anime are two two different things. Still are two different discussions. Now, anime music, I think we can all kind of pinpoint because either you need something that's going to be high and building and tempo and like anticipation and excitement, or it has that very like 
um, kind of like somber, sad, dramatic tone to it. That's usually the two types that you get when it comes to anime music. So either you're getting like a really fun, upbeat one, or you're getting one that's a bit more like darker beat. And that just comes from the intros and outros. But even for their musicians who are out there, I would say that the aesthetics of anime, of course, go hand in hand with their music because it's it's Japanese culture. It's not like it's, it's literally Japanese culture. Of course, they're gonna have it in their music. Um, and their top artists kind of reflect that as well, where they have either over-the-top music video sets, and you see it a lot in music videos just themselves being kind of weird and quirky, and you're like, how? Who, who thought about this? How did we get here? I've never seen this before. Even their commercials also do that, where you're just like, mm, what? <laughs> so I think, I think the way that anime is created and the thought process for that it's the same way that their music is kind of crafted and they both complement each other because they're so they're so interwined like they're they're linked <laughs> forever and always japanese music and japanese animation yeah i also think lo-fi is a good uh influence on music as well because that's a subgenre of nordcore that does like relaxing beats, upbeat beats, and different mixings of different sounds. And I think also uh, sometimes captivating that feeling of original non-copyright music comes to mind. It's a big push to make your own music, to create a beat that is totally unique in itself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, lo-fi has definitely become more popular, I would say, recently. I'm gonna have to knock that one up to probably uh, the pandemic because it was never this big until people had to be inside more often than not. And you probably, you just need something that isn't like a story always being told to you. Sometimes it's just nice to have that, that music and beat to go to it. So I would say, if I'm thinking of anyone who really, really influenced that, definitely studio ghibli with their their like um mix of like classic like classical and whimsical music and then also um new Javis, who made the entire soundtrack for samurai champloo like everyone already he's already like the godfather when it comes to the to the industry you know r.i.p of course and so people who were younger who watched the show i love the show you know the sound like instinctively like the 808 beats, the deep drums, and then like the consistent kind of like mellow tone to it. And yeah. now people are kind of creating their own their own songs. I just became friends with somebody who's a, a lo-fi producer, which I was like, oh, that's dope. And he, uh, yeah, he creates it and he's like a teacher. So he uses it for his students when they're like trying to relax and, and have like a chiller moment um, throughout the school day. So yeah. It definitely bleeds into kind of what people need more so now than I think probably beforehand. Yeah. And another thing, Daft Punk with electronic music is very influential as well. Because there's different, like, genres of anime that actually can be an entire music industry by itself just by having it as a visual medium. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting seeing how 
different musics come from different origins, but how the influence of anime as a case study is reflected in music. There's many different branching out points that can be like, okay, so where is the origin? How does it came to be? How does this play into it? And how this creates its own separate piece of music based on this niche field in its, in its own reality. I personally think that the world range of music encompasses so much that there's so many different influences that you can draft, but also make your own. I have to agree with you there. I also just enjoy watching people's like um, TikToks and videos of them literally being like the differences in how uh, anime music just makes you feel. Um, and just yep. also seeing different people of different cultures just be impacted and be brought so much joy when it comes to anime music or opening theme songs. Um, that's great. And if you've ever been to a convention, um, they they literally just have like rave and dance parties where they will just play the the opening songs or closing songs to different anime that of course people know and they love. So you you can watch the energy surge as people are are hearing a song that normally you kind of watch at your house or with your friends or you know streaming, but now you're in a crowd with a bunch of people who are just like you and people go absolutely wild. I think the rays are probably the funnest thing. Um, yeah. outside of like the actual and of course the merch area when it comes to conventions mm-hmm. I also think one such area that makes anime so influential and as a case study is the cultural references his music takes a lot of cultural references and anime is such one big cultural reference as a whole for an industry like music to take hold of and shape it how they want it. Because I really do believe that the culture influences and culture that comes from it are really well done. Yeah. When you think cultural inf- the, the cultural references that anime gives to wide stream societies. Um, I don't know. I think I have it in my mind the same way that I think of with their music. Um, how it's like this is kind of like a, a synergy thing, a symbiotic mm-hmm. relationship. I absolutely love watching anime and seeing um, either references or some type of parody of something that is in Western culture or in a different culture that's popular. Like I love seeing popular media, popular like figureheads or celebrities who are drawn either close to or just exactly like it and put into a show that's hilarious and I think wonderful. It does show that like anime isn't just only about Japanese culture, but that they're also, of course, they're connected to the rest of the world, not just because they're on an island. But it's just they only can do Japanese stuff. And I think also when I watch other shows, um, and someone does a anime reference, it usually it's definitely one of the more popular ones, but it's still hilarious every time I see it. I don't think I have any other feeling, but like they did not, <laughs> and then you just laugh, and then you just you just keep going. So yeah, when people throw in like a, a Naruto run, when people bring up Dragon Ball Z or Kamehameha or anything like that, those really popular ones that people know, especially One Piece, 
Um, I think it. I think it makes it really nice because again, growing up, the cultural references we would see more so coming from anime in the shows that we were watching. Like they would have American like things like how many variations of McDonald's did you count when you watched anime? Like Wax Donald's, like <laughs> like Jack Donald's. Like they would constantly try and find some way to put it in there without, of course, getting sued. Uh, for using McDonald's. But now we're seeing it in the reverse where we're seeing other shows and um, whether it's a actual like live action regular human characters or just another um, Western animation show, they have anime references in there. So now it's more of an equal relationship. And that's that makes it a lot more fun. It makes you realize like, oh, wow, the thing that I love is really universal. And it's not just this niche thing that you kind of have to scavenge for and find like true one of my particular favorites was probably like you're a man of culture you're a person that represents you know knows what they want when they want to do it we also have like different i think with the references that come from japan it's kind of interesting because you know you have different properties being referenced and it actually is part of a mainstream study the mainstream populace is looking at it as like oh the different anime actually has an influence because of this particular feat we know it for this particular feat because it represents that particular feat and as such it gives more stellar performance when you come across it also, I think that the fact that you just recognize a cultural reference from your favorite anime and it actually being the, the streamlight is really well done. You can connect with it better. You have a resurgence of the previous memory of when you remember that reference from that show. So it just makes you feel good when you hear it again or hear it in a different light and actually appreciate it more. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, totally agree. Because I, mean, I think hmm? when I hear a cultural reference, I just immediately my probably my favorite will be someone just says they gotta catch them all, but put it in a way that's more reminiscent of instead of gotta catch them all you gotta read them all or you got to do everything in order to be successful yeah they encapsulated into who that particular cultural reference is referring to but also keep in mind you don't let it overwhelm you um I think my my experiences would probably be different like for me, uh, like I said, it's more of a like a more like a ah that was funny like a hot in the wild type of situation when I see um, a reference, whether it be in an anime or it be in um, any of my other shows that I watch in reference to anime. Yeah. I think also um, I think for the longest time, really the only type of anime merch or representation you would see would be kind of about the big three 
So it, it would be shirts that would have Dragon Ball or, you know, One Piece, maybe whatever popular shows were happening and they were in stores, like you, you would have to go to Hot Topic or you have to go to Swimsuit or something like that in the mall to get them. Um, but I yeah. do like now that, like for instance, you know, in Western shows, um, like what is it called? I think it's called Gumball or whatever. Like that show's great yeah. for doing different animation styles and they love to have anime references. And I think the most, the clearest one that you can probably catch is either, either they do a JoJo reference, like everyone loves to do a JoJo reference because they're just so ridiculous. You can just throw it in there, especially mm-hmm. if it's a comedy show. Or um, when literally the style, like, uh, like cartoons and American cartoons were more so known for like the bubble effect and um, that almost kind of like pop art type of art style and the new yep. age art style. But when they when you switch to the anime style, it's sharper lines, um, sharper, thicker lines. There's a bit more definition and reflection when it even comes to the eyes. So they'll, they'll literally just do a panel screen where like two people are going to decide to battle, even if it's like a game of checkers. And then they do that split screen that we know from the, the anime video games. And it's just their eyes. And you're like, why are their eyes high, like so detailed? And they look exactly like anime characters, especially if they're like doing the 90s style, which is like most yeah. iconic. So I, I like those ones where you're just like, ha, huh. <laughs> that was an anime reference. And it, it can be as little as that. Um, it can and also yeah. transfer into like the stuff that you see when you're out nowadays. I think it's a lot easier to also get um, anime reference like shirts and, and clothing than it was years yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, another big thing about cultural references is the quotes from the actual show. So, like, mm-hmm. famous quotes actually tend to be even more live streaming to, like, vines and social media and put into memes that atmosphere is where the cultural references are specifically stronger because of the internet regulation and the free use of the platform. Oh, for sure. I mean, my, I think everyone's... I would have to say probably my favorite is, um, like, what was it? Oh, it was RDC World 1. So they're just these group of guys, and they made the video where it was like, that one friend who takes anime too seriously and he's literally in a street fight and his friends are telling him to stop doing anime moves and he's just like trying to do kamehameha he's trying to do water bending keeps getting hit and then like he like he runs off and he's like he's too strong another day and he like takes off and naruto runs away and i think it's such a funny video and it like made them blow up and now they have their own they do their own conventions now but it's that thing where you can just use anime elements and references and you can kind of mix them into the content that you're even making and people will be able to pick up on it just like that and you can just say oh, yeah. a one-liner yeah like ada, ada. Like, like you can say that people be like ah jojo yeah the widespread of the social media vines and memes really creates anime into a new light for the simple fact that now anyone with a creative idea can put a picture together put some words together 
and call it a meme and actually reference their favorite show or favorite aspect or a particular scene and put a a montage with it or even encapsulate a meme that's funny. I think the widespread of that use, you know, it first came from Vines, but when the uh, social media took off, just like anything with any reference from any source, takes the creative mindset of the person creating it and branching off in the fair use, which fair use actually gives a lot of individual style and different ideas to other franchises that are used in a different light. Yeah, I mean, I think that especially when it comes to anime, there's a bit more flex that you can have in how you incorporate the references. But again, you don't have to be directly on the head with it. You can kind of add your own mix to it, which is how different like new stories are created. I mean, but granted, I will say that um like i do enjoy anime references but sometimes even like the i think now as we're seeing more and more shows kind of be produced because anime is now a boomy industry and and companies are like oh there there's more money to be made (laughs) there's much more money to be made that um you do start to get a bit generic because there are there's several anime like tropes there's several like clear anime things that like almost every show has or you're you, when you see it you're just like oh my god it's just it's even different from any other show that i've seen and i mean that that could be anything from at this point isekas my god um certain most voice actors at this point i think there's like maybe at most 50 voice actors it's a the industry like that you just hear like oh my god who's the, oh i can't think of his name he's like the dude who plays like meliotis in seven deadly sins that yeah. man has popped up in he's yeah he's popped up in so many so many animes and I'll be minding my business and someone will play a new anime and his voice will come through and I'll just like have a slight aneurysm because I'm just like why are you everywhere because your yeah. throat not hurt <laughs> yeah but I think for the most part you can have a lot of fun with um with catching these things like literally out in the wild or out while you're living your life and either come across them online. Or, you know, in in the like the art styles you see when you're at a shop, um, clothing, all of that. And it also gives audiences a more wide range of acceptance. Because if if it's trending in social media, then a trending topic can get more recognition than previously not trending. Also it doesn't have to be trending for people to find it. The good thing about the internet, once you post it, if people are looking for it, they can find it. So the lasting impact of a single post is also reminiscent in how powerful social media and the influence that anime gives it is a big push to the use of the internet. I mean, yeah, but I think think at least for our generation and folks now, I think it is much more understood. How long do yeah. um, uh, you know, your internet, um, your social footprint is, your digital footprint is, mm-hmm. which is why, one, it's amazing that of all the content that you can create, um, it's 
and it can be either good or bad. But I think I think that's what makes it nice that we have the internet now. Because again, it's rather than us kind of just only being able to watch shows during set hours on the weekends or something, um, or having to go to specific bookstores to read the mangas. Uh, now we can we can watch it anytime, and we can also see all these different forms of of it being used or impacting the way that people use it. And I mean, like some of my favorite anime references in like skits and stuff are stuff from years ago. Like that RDCD one is like I don't know, like five, six years old now at this point, but it's still a hilarious video, and it was from Vine. So. Even if that platform is dead and gone, it still lives on in the internet. Like somebody's got the video or somebody still has the joke or someone still has the meme. So that's great. Absolutely. I think how in anime thrives is the wide range of appeal of the demographic and the audience who appreciates the craft. What are your thoughts about the, the different the any age group can enjoy a scenario of the medium. What do you mean? Well, anyone of any age can enjoy anime for the simple simplistic of what it represents and how it's different than other types of entertainment. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's different. I think that like any interest or um, any fandom or creation or intellectual property. I think once you have a fan base, you're able to share it and enjoy it. I just think that now, because anime has become so much more popular and less kind of taboo, um, it's not something that either you would get bullied for or thought being weird for. Like everybody had those kids in high school who did the Naruto run or wore like um, <laughs> like the, the cloaks and the jackets and stuff. And so it like that that was their own specific group. And I was even vice president of the anime club. And there was a certain look to anime fans even 10, 15 years ago. But now it's so it's so widely popular and it's so normalized now that really the only the only time you get like a negative like stigmatization when it comes to anime fans is for like either something controversial or just really odd and strange behavior. Like if they're just over the top, way too, way too into it. And, but besides that, I think everybody, like, I don't think anyone's gonna get bullied for liking anime at this point or called weird for liking anime. I mean, it's, it's literally everywhere and it makes so much money. We just talked about how you can literally like, at this point, people are starting to buy stock for companies that make animation because they, they can make money now just casually watching a show and the studio's doing really well because it's a great intellectual property to have and to have a stronghold of. So I think now nowadays it's, it's actually probably much more normalized and it's much more um, commonplace than it's ever been. And I don't see that ever really changing or going in the opposite direction. Um, and also another aspect is that it literally has anything that a person could maybe be interested in and actually enjoy since it's the diversity of the term anime and how it's genres across 10,000 plus 
selections really give rise to people's interests. It makes people that look at it enjoy different aspects that other people don't. Or other people enjoy this particular genre, say, uh, pop rock could enjoy maybe a band reference into a school band anime. Or having, you know, showing an action being the driven storyline. But comedy is another driven storyline that someone else enjoys more than the show and action storyline. So it all depends on how you want to be entertained and seek the entertainment in the wide range of appeal that anime gives. Yeah, I mean, there's something out there for everybody. Yeah. That's another aesthetic that probably it's a thing for everybody, but also it as a case study when you look at other forms of entertainment you know one entire genre of media can give a lot of different diverse and anime being able to do that provides maybe interest when the interest in other areas is not necessarily strong enough it gives the impression that you as the viewer can watch and enjoy which particular property suits your best interest which another thing that influences anime a lot of times is the clothing lines and the clothing trends has there ever been like a clothing trend that you took direct influence or add, you know, less direct influence from anime that you've liked? Um, I mean, honestly, probably outside of, like, the, like, schoolgirl skirts, probably not. Oh, maybe knee-high socks. Yeah, I guess, like, knee-high socks and, like, the skirts, but that was about yeah. it. Um, not really clothing-wise. I think anime mm. had more of an influence in, like, hairstyles and the different ways yeah. you want to do your hair, um, especially with colors, because while, it, while, yes, you had different colored hairs in, I think, Western cartoons, um, just the yeah. extreme ridiculousness of even the styling of anime hair, uh, I see more of an impact for that. When it comes to clothing, it wouldn't necessarily be a specific style. It would be more show, yeah. more so like items. Like you would yeah. want to have like a Addison be like jacket or coat. You would want a Naruto headband. Like people had literally the items from the show, and they were the exact same as the characters from the show that they liked, and they would buy those. Or it would be something like um, like the like mall T-shirts that you could buy that would have yeah. like like Dragon Ball characters and then some type of gem reference or you know um, if it had like a gotta catch them all thing for Pokemon it had some type of like western culture like mixed in there so that was really popular I saw but it wasn't necessarily just uh, I guess a particular style not that I remember yeah, yeah. 
because, you know, clothing choice is a big aspect that through merchandise that anime sells a lot of. Merchandise sells of clothing particular. Apparel is really big, but so is accessories. So is the DVD mediums, posters. You can really buy whatever merchandise you want and actually feel I guess empowered in a way like you can feel really happy when you buy it and you know display it either for yourself or for other people to view when you go in public or you know post it on the internet yeah um, yeah I would say probably be on clothing it would be more so uh, posters maybe the, even the way yeah. you design your room I think nowadays like what is really popular I think anime does really impact how people especially gamers uh, do the design of their game room um, or like their bedroom and stuff you get more of that like I like for a lot of girls they'll do more of the kind of like cute like almost bubble popish like pink and, and fun and soft and fluffy and like the kawaii look and then like for guys they'll have that like those electric colors like reds and blues and yellows um to make their room or their pc like really look very cool and pop and that'll be based off of a character that they absolutely love like the amount of people i've seen do something like that for yep. naruto and his nine tails like fox mode is it's so commonplace it's literally it goes hand in hand i think with gamers in their home design and then it even expands yeah. out into some people's like entire homes um oh yeah and yeah you know like they say, even go to the cars too electronics yeah. stickers uh banners definitely cars, advertisements definitely is another area um, i don't know i can't really think of an advertisement that i've seen recently for anime that's how and well it's not necessarily the anime ad advertisements it's like the chibi style the kawaii culture um well yeah more cartoons like are more animated as well so the you know that influence is taken a lot and uh more skit related commercials going on as well have been around when it comes to commercials I will say that yeah. I think it's what is it Mark Jacobs I want to say it is has a new person yeah. commercial out with like Miley Cyrus and legit like I don't uh, for some reason like I don't I don't know what the trend became but for some reason um perfume commercials lately have gone into the more like almost midsummer uh aesthetic so it's all pretty girls in fields with flowers and then you're like oh you're selling perfume right but this one this newest one is literally like Miley Cyrus in um like walking through like I think like a maze that's like flower wall and stuff but then she turns into a literal anime character and does like the magical girl like flying around flowers looking like sparks and stuff all around <laughs> and stuff and you're like I'm literally no connection they didn't even try to make it make sense. They said money and they just went for it. It is the most, it is the most like rudely shocking random anime 
like <laughs> like if anyone has, can ever be accused of like cultural appropriation like mark jacobs can cash these hands any day because that commercial it's so bizarre literally it starts off with just miley cyrus not even speaking just wandering around a maze and then she goes around a corner and then they say anime time and i'm like wait a minute hold on how do we get here and they, they yeah they do some whimsical music and boom and they're like all right buy our stuff nerds <laughs> you're just so offended because you're like i mean i might if it smells good but <laughs> yeah i don't like how you did. i mean i don't like how you did. it's you know i really like that how perfumes capture aesthetic of the experience the the overall ah the nice smell of flowers and how it all blends together and this is how it creates into this dream utopia where it takes us to an anime setting and now you can just be what you want and be as free as ever I really do yeah. like this creating on the benefit of uh the feeling-esque quality that the product brings instead of what the actual product does. For sure. I mean, I think that also, I, I think anime just has such a unique look and style to it that there's no way to call it anything but that. Like, there's no way to define it as anything but anime. Um, so, it's... It's great. I, I, I definitely say, like, they if you do it correctly, I think it can look really cool and people can really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, that's probably that's probably the, the most recent anime like random introduction that I see. Where I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Hold on. But it's but it is cool. It's nice to see. It's nice to see um, it become again something that's more commonplace. And also now it's something that people don't either mispronounce because they don't know how to say it. Like they don't know what it is. Like I think even now, even the older generation, people can literally, they know what anime is. Like it's not this wild child thing that they've never seen or heard of before, so. It's also the uh, movie industry. Anime does a really good compliments of 90 minutes to whatever time frame after that to capture moments in the theatrical release and that process and getting into international audiences. Movies is a really easy platform to enable yourself you to do that. I mean, uh, I like that now we can have uh, more anime movies. Um, I think I think that it's nicer to be able to go into theaters and be able to see them. Like, so far, I've seen, like, two or three just this year. While if I think back to my childhood in regards to an actual anime movie, it was probably just on TV. I don't remember them being in theater. I think the only one that was in theater was maybe Pokemon. Maybe Pokemon? But, um... Yeah, Pokemon were in theaters. Yeah, but you you didn't see the other... Yeah, you didn't see the other ones, though. Um, unless you were, you either got the DVD for most of them, or again, like they they were already playing on TV, and it was like a special event, and it was really hyped up. So you you were prepared. But now you can you can go to the movie theater and see the same. You can see your movie in IMAX 
And that's a completely different thing than what we were initially kind of given um, when we all kind of first got into anime. So I love that. Pretty much. I think... I don't know. Anime is a case study. is a really broad topic. It encompasses the music industry, the animation studios, the quality as- aesthetic, what anime brings into the style and the medium, the character design to artwork, to being big in the music, being able to provide cultural references, an overall good feeling when you hear it, when you see it, flexible merchandise that you may have bought, supporting the intellectual property. Oh, my favorite is comparing it to other TV shows. Shows like One Piece. Here you go. Looks like this is another favorite sponge that people top 10 uh, if you like if oh Netflix comes to mind if you like anime here are some suggestions that might not be anime but they're still in your suggestions because you viewed this particular content so uh-huh. av- advertising is another thing that comes to mind saying oh if you like this particular brand or you like let's say you like chess. There you go. You can have an entire show shows related to the sports and the gaming aesthetic of chess. Or magic. if you like Magical Girl, well, Total Spies comes to mind. Or this Umbrella Academy is a show that can be really good. If you like Magical Girl Madoka, there you go. You have another show that's about you know, magic and wizards, and maybe Harry Potter comes to mind. Just, there's different things when you do like a fan favorite top 10 suggestion, which I like a lot. What about you? Anime is a case though. I think that, I think every now and then I, I think about how, how much it's like grown and increased in popularity over time uh especially for the simple fact that like again if you if you're really big into music if you're really big into like other forms of media and entertainment you see it much more than you ever did before um it's definitely it is definitely sometimes a little cringe and a little weird when you see like especially celebrities where you'd be like now you know good and well (laughs) you thought we were weird before you realized there were money in this so there'll be times like that where you're like, okay. But overall, I, I really do love that it's it's kind of expanded itself out. And, you know, for anime fans, I think a lot of us can mirror some of our own, like, ethics and morals um, and, like, kind of, like, the pillars of who we are based on the anime stories that helped, cre- like, helped us as we grew up. Um, but now we're able to see it because a lot of us are of age where we're, we're able to create content, we're able to get jobs at these studios and we're able to have influence in it. So we're seeing the world now take a different shift and then take a different stance when it comes to anime. Um, and with it being more widely accepted, 
you get to you get to be impacted by it in so many different ways than you went beforehand maybe not as much or it was difficult to access but now it's so commonplace that it sometimes you do forget how often you see anime stuff pop up and then other times you're like wow remember when literally you didn't really talk about this or if you talked about it you could only talk about it to a certain group of friends now everybody knows what anime is and almost everybody has at least seen a show and if they don't like it um they're not like rude in their discussion about it they just say it's not for them and if some people just have specific shows that they really like but the influence is um it's very wide reaching like a spider web so i think it's amazing and uh one final note i like going in public you see someone with a particular anime related shirt or wristband or accessory and you actually connect with them a little bit so i like that shirt or i like how you're doing now keep it up i I really like that show that just anyone that's wearing different fan related content is the definition of why I enjoy it as a wide range appeal different people like it and there's other people like me that like it as well so with that also uh, tattoos yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been Jeez. that's been the Jeez. biggest thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Even even if people doesn't get if they don't get an anime character tattoo, nine times out of ten they're going to have something like anime inspired on them. So uh, yeah, like I've, I've literally seen people like try to <laughs> to be casual with their tattoos, and I'm like, hey, like uh, those like the birds that you would see like when you see like uh like what show is it? Who knows? It's oh, uh, maybe it's Death Note, but there's like a scene with some ravens or whatever, and you're like, yeah, I looked at it and I was like, that is definitely from anime, and you say it, and they're like, yes, <laughs> I, I didn't want, I didn't want it to be too obvious, and so I'm like, but it's it's cool when you see them and you say, hey man, I like your tattoo, I love that character or whatever. Um, you see people be like that nod of appreciation, they're like thanks, cool. yeah. And another tattoo is like a. Uh... The Japanese writing of a particular word, the mantra, the sayings, the quotes, stuff like that can be really cool as well. So, I don't know. I think how you enjoy anime and how it influences in the case study aspect, I think go for it. Be in the the new way of enjoying the content you love mm-hmm. so alright guys this concludes anime as a case study for this particular episode please stay tuned for more episodes at google podcast apple podcast amazon music spotify on heart and iHeartRadio. radio We also have a website, www.mcma.podcast.com. And we also own Patreon, polls, character ideas, cover art submissions, podcast episodes, and guest appearances and more. Is part of the MC Anime, uh, the blog MC Anime on Patreon. So please go there and support us. 
And uh, thank you for t- staying true to this episode. And we'll have more content for you for another day. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. See ya.